Welcome to the Minimalist Home Podcast, where you can declutter your mind for a happier and healthier life. I am Robin. I am a mom to three awesome teen boys. I'm a registered nurse. I'm married to a great guy, and I have three awesome cats. But our house has 80% ADHD. So join us on our journey to understand why clutter invades our lives with a dose of light and chatty humor. Because let me tell you, in this house, since we've decluttered, life is simpler. Not 100% easier, but simpler. We are going to explore practical tips, spiritual insights, and real life stories to break free from the chaos. I'm going to have some awesome guests on and sometimes some awesome co-hosts. So hit that subscribe button as we embark on this unique adventure. Welcome to the Minimalist Home Podcast. Welcome back to the Minimalist Home Podcast. Today, I have the amazing relationship coach, Lindsay, here. Welcome back, Lindsay. Hello. Thank you for having me again. Yeah. All right. So today, I am so darn excited because we're going to talk about how to declutter 10 times more. And this is actually because I listened to a book, or I'm in the process of listening to this book, by Benjamin Hardy. And I believe it's called like 10 times more that is more than two times or something like that. And what I love is he says, like, when you do things two times more, you're really just working that much harder to get double the output. And I'm curious if you've ever heard this sort of before Lindsay, I have not heard this concept at all. So please dazzle me with what you've <laughs> And I really love this because I think for people doing anything in their lives that this is a great strategy and it's, and he's not saying that, you know, you have to work like 10 times harder because that sounds like crazy, but to get 10 times more results, actually just creating, um, different habits is an absolutely amazing thing to do. And the people in my audience here listening to this right now want to declutter more. And so decluttering 10 times more, creating your, you know, dream decluttered home that makes it easier to do everything, easier to like cook because you don't have to make room, easier to put things away, easier to receive gifts because you're like, oh, I have a spot for that. Easier to shop, like all of these things. And I think that actually these tips are very helpful and 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 easier than two times more. So let's get into it. Now, one of the biggest things is that when people are decluttering, they're just thinking, okay, like, how do I do this? And they're like jumping into the, the just like tips of, okay, like, um, so I, so I start here and I ask these questions and I think those are great. Like when you're decluttering, it, it's important to know where's a good place to start, what questions to ask. And I really, really like that. But the problem is what got you to where you are is not what is going to get you to where you want to go, right? Say more, say more. <laughs> say more, say more. So like, <laughs> if you think about it, what got me to living in my cluttered house before with all of my things, with trying to recreate my grandma's kitchen and buy all of like the kitchen gadgets I wanted and, you know, like us 
buying the kids like a ton of toys at Christmas and not sort of recognizing like maybe something is is wrong there. That Having that attitude is not going to get us to our decluttered home. What needs to change is is us. It's not necessarily the home. Like the decluttering, if you think about it, can actually kind of take care of itself. Like, yes, you are going to come up, up against certain roadblocks. Certain things are going to be harder to decide than others. But say you have like, you know, like say half of your house is cluttered. If you worked on that every day for just half an hour, half an hour a day, you would probably get incredible results within a year. Like I bet you would have your entire house decluttered if you just did that. But what is keeping us stuck when we're trying to do this decluttering? Okay, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for that. Um, yeah. And I think of like, if I, yeah, if I'm, if I'm keep, if I keep doing the things that got me to the place that I'm at, then even if I do the thing where I'm decluttering for half an hour a day, I'm probably just going to keep filling it up with other things if I don't actually like change the beliefs around it, just like anything. Is that kind of what you mean? Yeah, exactly. And it, and yeah. it's like the habits too. So in my Untangled membership, I talk about habits that we've created over time that bring, that make it hard to declutter. Like sometimes every, or like every time we try to declutter, we get stopped in a certain phase, like after a certain amount of days or a certain amount, or we run into like a sentimental item, or for some reason, we always go to like this one box where we're like, I've, I, I, I've stopped Last time I stopped decluttering, I stopped at this box. So I'm going to like carry on with this box. And yet like the things that are in that box just keep holding you back. So that kind of habit. But the other kind of habit is the habit that got us to that cluttered life in the first place and how we are living that life. So if you want to be a person living in a decluttered home, there are going to have to be some changes that are made. And that scares people. Like people are they're so scared of change, especially they're like, oh my gosh, like, don't tell me I need to like change the way I, I live my life. And I'm not saying you do, but if you want to make changes, you are probably going to have to make some, some changes in your own habits. Totally. Yeah. Of course, as always, <laughs> whenever we're talking about anything, I think relationships Yeah, and people will think that they have to make like this massive change. Like, oh, I'm going to have to change everything and that's impossible in order to make my partner happy or have a happier relationship when in reality, it's like the littlest shifts sometimes are all that needs to happen. So I think that's what I'm hearing from you, um, that it doesn't have to be like, a, you have to become a different person. It's just like starting to change habits and beliefs. But yeah, where do you even start with that? Well, and that's just it, right? And so I think that it's really important to take a step back and just Look at how, first of all, I think one of the best things we can do is just look at how things are getting into our house. And I mean, a lot of people have collected clutter over years and often decades, like really, it's usually decades. And if we think, you know, sometimes a family member will show up at your house and they'll say, here's a box of things I decluttered. Here you go. And I won't get into the mental stuff that they're going through in order to do that. But there's definitely stuff there with that. But what do you do in that situation? Right. So many of us, we don't want to make anybody feel bad. So we just say, 
okay, thank you. And then this box just sits there. I bet most of the time people don't even unpack the box. It now it's just another box of stuff. And and you even <laughs> mentioned you inherited stuff from your grandma, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. yeah. I literally, when my grandma passed away, I took everything that I could. And yeah. it is still in my basement. And for the most part, like there's a couple of items that I do use in my daily life that remind me of her and I love. But for the most part, that stuff's been there for 10 plus years that I've never looked at again. Um, but it's just there. And I also accept yeah, if my sister's like, oh, I'm getting rid of this stuff. I'm like, sweet, bring it. <laughs> I want to go through it. And then I keep what I want, but then I just shove all the other stuff in the closet or something. Yeah, yeah. And and I've had where people have done the same thing where they've said like, oh, here's some stuff of mine. And I have, you know, I'm not happy when that happens. And I so often for the longest time when you're, you know, like newly married or whatever, your mom or your in-laws will say, oh, here, uh, oh, you're here. Here's a box of your stuff. Right. And then you're like, oh man, like I got my stuff. And, and it's true enough. Like it's your stuff. You need to go through it. But it's like, what? so, so one of the habits a lot of us develop is that we get that box and then we don't deal with it. There's nothing wrong with saying, oh, great. Like when my grandparents moved out of their house, you know, I was actually just thinking about this this morning because I was watching a YouTube video and somebody was like baking muffins and they had like an old muffin tin. And I thought, oh, my grandma had one of those. And I was sort of like, oh, I wish my mom and my aunts had like involved me a little bit more in the process when they were packing up my grandma's stuff, because there were a few things I wanted. And they would always say, oh, well, you don't want anything. You're a minimalist and, you know, like you just or you'll just like get rid of things. And, I, and I'm just like, you know. That's a, that's a, just a complete myth about minimalist people, <laughs> but really it's, it's a matter of like, yes, like I still from time to time do want to get this or that, but what I do in the meantime, how I've changed since I went through my decluttering journey and all of that is that I would say, okay, I, my goal in life is, is definitely not to gain more things. And when I bring something in, often something has to go. And my son just got braces and he is uncomfortable and so sad. And <laughs> yeah. And, and I was like, we need to get, or my husband was like, get, get some ice cream. And in a moment of complete weakness, I just went on to the website and immediately bought one of those Ninja creamies, which will they just make ice cream like really fast in like two minutes, like just like that. And so that was an impulse purchase. I don't usually do that. Now that would be one thing where I would say like, you need to evaluate like how you're living your life. And if you want to declutter 10 times more things, you're going to need to avoid doing things like that. But the good news is I have an old ice cream maker that is a pain to use. So what I can do is sell that one or donate it. And then I have this new one. So at the most, you know, like it's, it's cost me a bit of money, but it has not cost me more space. Like I basically am trading something. And I like that as an idea of what to do when we are decluttering is say, okay, I'm bringing something in. I'm going to get rid of at least one other thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Totally. And bless your heart. I love that he was uncomfortable and you were like, I am like an ice cream maker immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you are the sweetest. <laughs> but yeah, that that makes a ton of sense. And we talked a bit about that um, when we were talking about Christmas gifts. 
And I was intentional about doing that. And it did feel really good. It did feel really good to just, I got rid of two things for every one thing that came in. Um, and I will admit that it is sitting in my car waiting to be donated. So my car is cluttered and I did it. And it feels so much better than just like in, in, in. I love that. Okay. So now that it is sitting in your car, what is one thing you can do to make sure that it leaves your car? You tell me, guru. <laughs> well, what I would do, yeah. because I need reminders <laughs> for everything. Really, it's so funny. In this house, <laughs> with all of us with ADHD, it is just, it's so, I feel so much pressure for me because I feel responsibility for the rest of them. And I even said to my husband yesterday, like, I feel like I have to take care of you a little bit. And that is like reminding him of things. And and the way I have developed to cope with that is I set reminders for myself. So what I would do is if I knew I was going out shopping on like, say it was Saturday, you were going to go like grocery shopping on Saturday. I This is what I would literally have to do for myself. Either put whatever it is in the front seat so I would see it and know I need to drop that off. But I would probably also put a reminder on my phone and maybe even a note on the steering wheel. Like this is the like level I have to go to remember these things. And that's okay because then you can get it done. So what's awesome is like you did that decluttering. That was very smart of you. I love that you decluttered basically twice of what you brought in, which is so good. So you're still ahead. Mm -hmm. and And what's good is like, you just need to like build that, that system in there because this isn't something you're doing on a regular basis. So it's not like you're like, oh, every Saturday I drop stuff off at the donation place. So what can you do to make sure that happens? And, and that's, that's it, right? Like I realized, um, like there was a, I just started a new workout routine and I was like, something is a barrier here. Why am I finding this hard? And it's because, you know, the way they deliver it is just different than the one that I normally do, like you also do. So mm. I, I had to basically like remove whatever that barrier was, which was like, I, ha I had to like watch it ahead of time and make notes. Like, it's, it's definitely not as easy as the one we normally do, but it's like, how do we take down the barrier so that things are easier? Mm. I like that. Because even when you say, put it in the front seat, I picture that and I'm like, yeah, that would be, I wouldn't like that. That wouldn't feel good. I usually put things on the front seat as I'm mm -hmm. shopping, like it would be there. Um, because I do set reminders on my phone and I'll just turn them off. So yeah. for me, I know that that doesn't work. Um, but, but yeah, putting them on the front seat, message on the steering wheel and actually planning it out like and stacking it onto the thing that I have to do. Mm -hmm. So thanks dude. Yeah, you're <laughs> welcome. Well, I have this return to make and they will not take it back. I am very annoyed because I lost the receipt, but I guess I'm just used to used to places like Costco and Canadian mm -hmm. Tire and Home Depot where they can like look it up, but the bay will not. <sighs> so anyway, I've got this gigantic mattress pad taking up all of the space oh, in my no. living room. And I'm just like, okay, like, I'm going to try one more thing. I'm going to send them a letter. And then if they don't, then that's fine. Like we have it. And I will just like get rid of the other one. This one is like a better quality, but to, in order to get this stupid thing decluttered, I had to put it at the front door. So you could not open the door or not decluttered, like trying to return it. So you had to open, like, 
basically, and yes, if there's something on my front seat, I'm like, this is in the way I need to get rid of this. It drives me crazy. Like when I forget things on my to-do list. So even like I would put a note on my phone and be like, um, like say Friday night, it would be like, put donations in front seat. And then I'd be like, okay, I need to go and do this now. Otherwise I'm going to forget and then run out, put them on the front seat so that when I go and do my errands, that, that is there. Yeah. 100. It's like the backseat doesn't exist. If there's just stuff in the backseat, I'm like, Oh, cool. Don't even see it. Don't even know. Yeah. Don't need it. Yeah. And so that is a really common thing as people will say, Oh, there's stuff that's just in my car. Like I've seen like a ton of memes about it. So, so that's one thing that we can do. Like, and, and to declutter 10 times more, the point is like, you don't need to become a better or not a better, a different person. You need to do things differently. So another thing would be like, how do you, what would a decluttered person do? What would, what, like, would you have it stack onto maybe coming home from work? Even though you're like, I want to sit down. You're like, I just do 10 minutes of decluttering. Right. And, and how do you make that happen? Like, again, it's so funny. It sounds so simple, but like the notes or whatever, like you could even just put like a note on your front door and anybody like delivering something might just like chuckle or a reminder on your phone or something like that. So, so there's that. And then every time you go to buy something, you ask yourself, like, am I going to be decluttering this soon? Where am I going to put this? What am I decluttering in its place? That's one of the things that you can do. And by making those habits, you can declutter 10 times more and bring less stuff in for sure. Mm -hmm. And another thing is delegating. And this one, you probably can help with a little bit. So often people will say to me, oh, well, it's my spouse. It's my kids. It's my this. It's my that. And I get that. Like, I definitely am the cleanest person in my house. And the people I live with are not clean. However, as a team, we can make things happen. And I can honestly just say to my husband, like, I was so frustrated with the level of um, just sort of mess in our house. My middle son had bought a computer and his brother was helping him build it. They were doing it in the dining room. And I just walked up to my husband and I was like, I'm dying here. Like this clutter oh. is seriously, it's getting to me. Like, can you help me? get them to get on board. And by explaining to him like how I felt, he could understand like this is this is what was going on. So, you know, I I like that communication in like I am trying to do this. So in so for somebody that's on board or not like against it, is there anything you would suggest somebody could do to talk to their spouse? And then after that, we'll get to the people who are opposed to the declaring right. process. Well, I think you nailed it. I like just going and expressing how you feel first. So like I'm dying. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Expressing like how it's affecting you. And then like, I always say like paint the dream. So be like, mm -hmm. I would love if you sort of, if you helped me um, show them that like, this is important to do the thing. So I was just say like, paint the dream instead of saying, you know, like, I'm dying. This is awful. This is killing me. And then just like your partner feels completely out of control. Like, ah, like, uh oh, mm -hmm. something's going on with Robin. I have no idea how to fix it. 
um, you're actually painting the dream of like, this is the thing that would help. And I would love for you to do that with me. And then it's like, we're a team. And I would say like, throw some love languages in there. So if they're a physical touch person, like a hand on the back while you're saying it, if they're words of affirmation, giving them appreciation. I loved when you helped me with this last time. I love how you have been actively doing X, Y, Z in the house. Um, receiving gifts, hand them a coffee while you're doing it. Mm -hmm. uh, quality time, spend some time together, like make sure you're having that like one-on-one -on -one time, eye connection, all of those things. Other love language, what is it? Acts of service, do mm -hmm. acts of service for them. Um, so I always say like, make sure that like you are doing things that make them feel so seen and loved too, while you are asking them for something that would be so helpful as well, like setting yourself up for success. And it's all coming from like a genuine place. You're not just like, I'll get you the coffee because I really want you to make, to do this thing with me. Mm -hmm. It's like coming from this really genuine place. I just got really excited. I know, I know yeah. the love languages. Yeah, no, it's true. And I think that, that those are great tips because so often and this is one way where we can get 10 times the results because then we're, we're involving somebody else. So number one, there's more people to do the stuff because the whole point is not doing more. It's doing things differently. And these people can keep, help you stay accountable because you've explained to them, I want this house to be better because of this and this reasons, which mm -hmm. is great. Now, I often get people who say, I have a spouse or loved one who does not want to declutter at all. And they get upset whenever I declutter. So my advice to them always is I say, do not start with their stuff. Basically, don't ever touch their stuff. Like they need to be involved in that big time. And I like for them to initiate it or at the very least when you're way, way, way down the decluttering journey, then you can bring it up. Like when you have exhausted all decluttered, all of the stuff you're of yours, you're going to declutter and all of the communal stuff that they're okay with you decluttering. What do you have any advice for how they could broach the subject with their spouse for this? If they're not into it. Totally. There are so many things. <laughs> Oh, this is great. a big question, yeah. Um, but it's a great question and it's so real um, for decluttering and for so many things when you are like maybe not aligned on the thing um, or it seems like you aren't aligned mm -hmm. on the thing. Um, so I love that. Don't touch your stuff. Um, that is an amazing first start. Mm -hmm. And then when you're talking, I mean, when you are doing the decluttering, having that be like a positive vibe around that. So, you know, you're not decluttering loudly in front of them and slamming the forks and the things into a box and making it like, you know, I'm the one who does everything. Mm -hmm. um, so like the vibe you bring to it is important too, because they're going to feel that your partner knows you better than anyone else. And they're going to feel that vibe and that energy that you're saying, you know, I'm better than you, or I am the one who does everything when really compassion with yourself under that is really, I would just love for you to do this with me. And I would, it would feel so good if we were in this together. So when we do those things, it's really coming from a good place. Um, but the other things, curiosity, like getting really curious, like compassionately curious about why decluttering isn't something that they would love because 
that is a place that we don't often go. And curiosity is huge in relationships because maybe they have really bad past experiences with it. Maybe they have no idea why it's not something that they want to do or something that doesn't make them feel good or something that makes them nervous when you're doing. Maybe they have no idea. They've never even explored it. So for you to get really curious about it and appreciate it and hear them, like validate them when they say like, that's not something I want to do, like really hear them. Like, oh yeah, like I hear that, that, that that's not something that's important to you. And that makes sense given like, if you know reasons behind, given that you just worked 12 hours for the mm. last seven days in a row. Yeah. It makes sense that you don't want to declutter. So validation mm-hmm. and then appreciation. And then that curiosity of like, I would love, I would love to like explore this and get really curious about what's under there. Um, so just to create safety and like, not that negative vibe. That's like maybe where I would start. There's so much. <laughs> yeah. I like that actually. And it's so funny because so often I would say to my husband on his first day off, he had just worked like four 12 hour shifts and I'd be like, okay, so now let's do a blah, 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 blah. And he'd be like, I just need to like sit and and relax today. And I'd be like grumpy about it. Now I just am like, nope, you're just, you just do what you want to do. Or, you know, like, so just knowing I think so much of it is just accepting that they're different. And sometimes you're just like, you're what bothers you does not bother them because I had been doing research and clutter. There are studies that show that the cortisol levels are much higher in women living in a cluttered environment than men. Um, And, and, you know, they tested before and after and all of this, and it's basically clutter bothers us more. So even explaining that to them can be helpful. Totally. I, I, yeah, that's amazing that that is a real thing. Um, mm-hmm. and it makes so much sense. And, and yeah, that thing of just like accepting them, um, you know, that I like to imagine like being in your husband's shoes, like for you, just like, mm-hmm. oh yeah. If I just like thought about what you would need and want in this moment, I, Hey, I'm Robin's husband and I just worked 12 hour, four, 12 hour shifts. I just want to chill. Mm-hmm. Like the last thing that I need right now is to declutter my home because (laughs) I probably need to like declutter my mind after all of that work. Um, So yeah, I really like that. And often that we find when we get like really curious and when there's a good vibe that we're not actually like as far off as like, we're not as um, not aligned as we think that we are. Like when you actually start to get curious and validate and empathize and appreciate Sometimes it's like, oh, we're actually on the same page around this thing. Just neither of us have felt heard at all. Mm. Um, And I see that like time and time again with things in relationships. So that's a big thing too. Like you may think that you're on different pages, but really it's more about the communication around the thing and the safety, like just how safe it feels to express um, whatever's coming in. Yeah. And I really love how you said that they might have a past history around decluttering and stuff because in our untangled membership we that's a huge part of it is i have the mindset section which is all about the beliefs that we have around stuff and around clutter so many of us like even now the depression era people like my grandparents were kids during the depression and they brought a lot of that stuff with them And then that affected my parents. And then that, of course, like stays with me when it comes to decluttering. And 
maybe your spouse had a different experience or they grew up in a home where there was like a ton of clutter or they grew up in a home where there was nothing and they almost never got toys. And, and it's, I love that just exploring that, like there's so many deep things beyond that. And that is one of the major parts of that mindset section is looking at the feelings around all of it, the habits, every time we go to declutter, like I mentioned before, the generational stuff that's been passed down. And yes, like when we're looking at this and if we're like, oh, you know, my spouse has like this problem too. You can keep that in mind when you do the untangled course, but also remember you're taking it, not your spouse, unless they're like, oh, I want to do this. Like, this is something you're doing. And when I was decluttering my house, my family, they were like, you're obsessed with minimalism. Are you going to get rid of everything? And I would always just be like, blah, 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 whatever. And I got to the point where they were all so happy with the way the house was and even like letting things go for them, for the most part, is much easier. When my oldest just moved out, he was like, yeah, I don't need all of this stuff. I was like, okay, great. I love it. Leading by example. I love that you pulled that part out though, because that's so true. If like, if we're just thinking about us and all the roadblocks that come up for us, like I know that I would love a decluttered house. I declutter my bathroom counter over and over and over. And within a couple of weeks, it is back to the exact same thing, even though I actually got rid of things. Like it does just keep showing up. So just to think like, if we are having all these roadblocks, our partner is too. So to imagine that they're just going to jump into decluttering and be so like willing, and it's going to be so easy when maybe it's not even that easy for us. Um, yeah, that's super helpful. Super helpful for me. So just compassion with all of us. Yes, absolutely. And, and that's just it. Like, and, and I love that you're like, oh, you're like your bathroom countertop, like continually, it just comes back. And, and what is it in you that would cause that to continue happening to look and say like, what habits am I having? Am I just like, this is just how this is. So a lot of people, when they, they're like, oh, I wanted to clutter my house, but they almost start seeing the changes happening and they get uncomfortable with it. And they're like, no, no, but this is my comfort zone. They're not even recognizing that the changes feel uncomfortable. Like suddenly having like, you know, that empty spot on the kitchen counter it feels weird. Like you're almost used to stuff being there. And then when stuff's back, you're like, Oh, like what habits are happening? What practices like every time, you know, you work in a certain area, how does it continue to get cluttered? Like our, our, our garage. So often it's like, because we like throw a box out there instead of like literally taking the like two seconds it takes to collapse it and go and like walk five steps and throw it in the recycling, right? Like what is the barrier there? Is it shoes? Do we need to have shoes by the back door? Like what is it? So what can you do to get 10 times the results is not what got you to where you are. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. I feel, I just had like so many thoughts. One of them being, if you ever just want to do like a live coaching session for a podcast, <laughs> I am so available Yeah, uh, because even you just exploring that, I was picturing like, do I get uncomfortable when my bathroom counter is clean? And I was thinking, no, no, I don't. But then as I pictured the area around my bathroom, I noticed if my bathroom counter is super clean, if anything else is messy in the bathroom, that doesn't match. 
So then it makes everything else feel really messy. So it stands out even more that things are messy or cluttered or whatever that thing is. And that doesn't feel good. It almost feels better if everything was just cluttered. So like mm-hmm. you literally just like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> we might just do that sometime. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it is uncomfortable, even though my first thought is like, no, a bathroom counter clean doesn't feel uncomfortable. It actually yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and like in the, the, I have the quiz at minimalisthome.ca slash quiz where you can find what your, your main challenges that you have with decluttering are. And I'd say like, there's motivation, there's procrastination, there's indecision and nostalgia. And if you step back and you say like, am I like this in other areas of my life? And, and if I am like, what are the patterns around that? Like when it comes to motivation, how do you motivate yourself to declutter? Do you find that you're just sort of like stuck on the couch, just like watching Netflix because you're almost like paralyzed. It's hard to, to get that like going or the decision-making is just so hard. You're just so afraid you're going to make a decision that you're going to regret forever or the nostalgia. Like I just have this like attachment to everything. Like I can so create attachment to everything. So I totally get that people have that. But it, it, it's a hard thing and recognizing those areas where you are. And then you just say to yourself, like literally just say, okay, I have decided I'm going to have a decluttered house. What am I going to do to overcome those things that are in my way? And you, of course, are welcome to join the Untangled membership. <laughs> Sounds at, like I should. <laughs> yeah, at minimalisthome.ca slash untangled because that we get into that. And and if you say to yourself, I'm going to have a decluttered home. Well, what would, what would you need to do? Who would you need to be in order to make that happen? Maybe you need to invest the time and a little bit of uh, finance into it so that you can make that happen because then it's done but you need to be consistent with it. So that is one of the best ways to declutter 10 times more is say, I'm doing an about face about how I'm living my life. You're not changing who you are. And this can scare a lot of people in our lives. They can be scared when we're doing something new and you're like, we're just making the environment support us more. We're just prioritizing our health, our mental health by creating an environment that is soothing and comfortable and declutter to more. <laughs> mm-hmm. And it's good to know that like that resistance likely will come up of like mm-hmm. maybe your family or friends or whatever that looks like, or the resistance within yourself, but like knowing that that's part of the process and doesn't mean this is a bad idea. It's just like, no, no, that that's going to come up. But like, then what do you do with that? How do you move through that kind of thing? Yeah, because our subconscious is just like, oh, ooh, you're making change. I don't like it. Like people who literally live in in abusive environments, they their brain is scared of change because your brain is basically like, I'm living, I'm surviving right now. I whatever you're changing, it might be worse. And you just have to gradually do it. Soothe yourself as you're doing it. Like I often say, people who are like nervous, I'm like, declutter a bit, step back, take some deep breaths, and be like oh my gosh, like this feels so good. Like just train yourself. This is good. This is good. And the more you do that, the better your results will be in the long term. It's going to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So thank you. Thank you, Lindsay, for joining today. And thank you everybody for watching and listening. You can find me on Instagram at minimalist home, please. You can find me on my website, my blog, which has a lot of great tips at minimalisthome.ca. And Lindsay, how about you? Where can they find you? I hang out on Instagram with all sorts of relationship tips and fun, uh, loving dot with dot intention. Awesome. Well, everybody, thank you so much for joining us on this journey. I hope something great happens for you today and I'll see you next time. Bye.